Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Life in General podcast. My name is Nick. You shut your whore mouth. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's enough of that nasty, filthy talk out of you, Ian. I'm sorry. Please close your whore mouth. Whore <laughs> <laughs> uh, or- mouth? Yeah, I don't want to talk about whore mouths. Okay. We'll just shut yours then. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Ian? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. You are the most boring person on earth. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, I do. You do have some idea, I do have yeah. Some idea. I do have some idea. Just imagine being me. <sighs> I think it's boring on the outside. I feel like I need to go to the record store. I do I, too, actually. I was I, thinking that myself. I haven't been in a while. And, uh, you haven't been in like a week. I, yeah, no. I, yeah, but I don't. I'm getting kind of tired of going to Dearborn Music. Um, You should do what I do. Just not go? Not go as often. Um, I I I haven't been to Dearborn Music since, like, fall. Yeah, I will say that, uh, because I, for a long time, I've been going to the record store there for a long time. It was, like, multiple times a week. Right. And I've caught back to, you know, once every few weeks now. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't even tell you what I, the last time I was at Dearborn Music actually was that last time you and I went out on a little journey of record stores. Yeah. And it wasn't even that extensive because it actually was you, me, and Mandy. That, that was like last summer. Yeah, that was the last time I was there. Because that was, yeah, it's, um, I, I don't know. I just, I've, I've been really disappointed in used records lately. I just don't know if like the. I think the market's already, it's used up everything that's good that's going to come through. Yeah, because you know? I mean, I would say I bought a lot of records last year, mm-hmm. and uh, more than I've ever bought before in my life. And they were mostly new. And they were mostly new yeah. because they were just I just didn't see a lot of good used stuff out there, well, that's, or the good used stuff that I see out there I already own. Right. You know? Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, when you're you're isolated, I mean, not isolated, but Dearborn music is in Dearborn, so it's going to absorb as much of the used stuff as it can from around the area and once that's done it's done i mean you might get random here and there from people around you know the greater area but it's you're still there's still an expiration date on the good stuff and there's so many record stores sorry i don't mean to hit my mic there there's so many record stores in that area right i mean you could throw a stone and hit 10 different record stores yeah now granted not all of them are all that great right right but they all have the ability to buy used Use stuff, right? So, and you know, they've all pretty much drained yeah. the the used record market in the area. Yeah, because so. it's gotten kind of the point, like, because you're right. You used to be able to go there and find anything. I mean, you could literally find almost anything you wanted yeah. used. And I, I will say that I I would go to the record store. I would go to Dearborn Music and pick up you know five, six, seven, eight records sometimes. Right, and I will say two out of the last three times I went there, I didn't buy a single thing. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't been in a while, but there's a couple albums I need to buy that I've been kind of holding out to buy from a brick and mortar to kind of throw my money in their direction. Yeah. What Which ones? The new Tori Amos album and the new Iron Maiden album. Mm. Um, Sinjitsu? Yeah. Which actually, from what I've heard of it, it's, it's actually- it's, it's, I've listened to it on, on streaming quite a few album. times. It's a very good album. Um, I'm looking forward to the new Ghost album. We can't. We we this will be on our Vinyl Den episode though. But they're, they're like two separate things though. Yeah. Well, the Ghost album I'm looking forward to. That's the um, Ghost album. Well, it goes out March. The 11th. Ghost Seven Inch came out today. Yeah, but it, it's the songs on it they released on Spotify, and if I'm just going to buy the album. 
Oh, the only thing that's on it is the song from Halloween Kills. And the, and the new new single. And the, no. And the B-side of it is the, oh, ha- the Halloween, theme. Halloween Kills theme yeah, song. Yeah, um, I've been listening to that Hunter's Moon, because that's, that's the yeah. song from Halloween. I've been listening to that since October. I'm screaming, because yeah. it's a good song. It's a really good song. Um, I'm just lazy when it, when it comes to seven-inch albums. Yeah, I mean, I can see the idea of buying it, but to me, if if there was... If say if Hunter's Moon wasn't going to be on the new album, yeah, I would I would buy it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, but Hunter's it's Moon, on, it's, it's, it's on. Album. I looked at the track listing; it's, it's on, on the new, yeah. new album. So, um, there was really no point for me to buy it. Yeah, because so, I'll have it anyway. Yeah, well, I, I guess, do, and I do want to get the soundtrack to Halloween Kills anyway. So the full. The I full haven't soundtrack. even seen that in a while. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I, have to. I'm gonna have to buy that one online. I think. Yeah, because and like I said, like Dearborn is a really good store. It has a really good selection, but. Uh, it's also kind of a targeted selection, you know. I feel like I think it's feel. It feels like it's become kind of that, yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it was. I haven't been to the one in Farmington yet, though, so I don't know how that one is. Uh, I've only been the only one, the only time I've been there was just the day it opened. Okay, and uh, I felt like it was a pretty good selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. I have seen because I'm, I'm. I'm also outside of the Vinyl Den Facebook group. I'm on a couple other Facebook groups, vinyl related, and one of them is a. Michigan Michigan Record Club, I think is what it's called. Okay. And uh, someone posted, they got some really good used albums from, from Farmington. And again, so. because probably because that area is still a little fresh. There's still, there's people around who might, oh, yeah. well, this this place is buying records. I got all these records in my attic or whatever. But the funny thing is, like, Farmington, you're really close to, like, Found Sound and UHF well, that's true. and all that. That's there's, true. like, some really big record stores out there. Right. So, I don't know. It's hard to say. Uh, the, yeah, the Farmington location, I like it. It's a nice, like I said, I, I haven't been there since the day it opened, though. So, right. um, And they weren't even like fully set up. They weren't even ready to be open that day. They probably could have waited. probably should have waited a week or two right. to open up. Well, that's what I was thinking when you said it was, that, it was the last time. Like, I'm sure things have changed since then. Yeah. Their selection, if it was okay then, is probably even better now. Yeah. So, yeah, I need to check that out. At least I need, on par with. I need to go out to UHF because I've got a free $30 I need to use out there. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm gonna wait till something big, like a big box set or something. Something comes out. you can get a good deal on that way. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I don't even know how I got on record stores for that. Just because I needed to go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I was thinking about it too, but I, I gotta wait because I, I still haven't got my savings account back to where I want it to be. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you laugh for, Ian? Just cause. Um, Mine will be next paycheck. Though, yeah. So. I bought a lottery ticket today, so there's always hope. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that's that's like that's become like the American dream, though, hasn't it? Lottery? Oh yeah. To I win, mean, that's just, just to win the lottery. I used to joke when I because I don't buy a lot. I, I buy a scratch off here and there, and then when it's a really big jackpot, I figure what's a buck or two. It's yeah. not going to hurt anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, used to joke, say you know, when, you know, talk about retirement stuff. So be like, well, I'm still waiting for that winning lottery ticket because that's it. That's that's my retirement right there. Yeah. I, uh, that was before I was working where I'm working and actually have a retirement fund. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's still, it's not going to be as big as, say, someone who's half my age starting there. Yeah. You know? I uh, I won $2 million before. Do you remember that? I, I, remember, I remember you throwing it out the window. Yeah. 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 I won $2 million and threw the winning wrapper out my window. Yeah. Driving down the road because I didn't know it was the winner at the time. I found out two weeks later mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, that kind of sucked. But then again, I probably would have killed myself. 
with God, yeah, back then, you with God knows what substance. You would have bought $2 million worth of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> and there would be no podcast to talk there'd about. There would be no podcast, yeah. no YouTube channel. You'd have been that guy in the, the news when it, the big lottery's going on. The news person went up. Yeah. She goes, what are you going to spend your money? If you win, we you get hookers and cocaine? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. Yeah, co- cocaine and hookers. Then, <laughs> God, yeah, that's... Uh, because that's something I would have said. <laughs> Back then, yeah. Not, I mean, obviously I wouldn't have, but. Back then you might have. Not, 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 not on hookers, hookers, no. no. I'm, I'm a, look, I, whenever I've gone to a strip club, I'm a cheap ass. I don't know I've talked about it on the show before. Like, yeah. When I go to a strip club, I'm cheap. I'll sit there and like. Watch. I'll watch and tip, but I'm not like a lap dance person. No, I'm, yeah. Like, I, I think I've said it a million times. If I'm not going to pay for sex, I'm not going to pay someone to tease me with it. Yeah. Well, it, it to me, it's like. Having a lap dance is like getting a nice ice cold beer and a nice frosty mug on a hot day. And someone just splashing And, and then taking lap. that motherfucker and dumping it in the grass. Like, because yeah. it's just. Well, more, it, more accurately, sporting on your lap. I'm not. I'm, my lap You is, can't enjoy it either way. Well, that's that's true. That's <laughs> At least, true. you know, it's it's on you. I mean, that's, that, that's the argument. Well, we're going to touch it. If your lap is wet after the lap dance, at least, at least you've had some excitement. You must be, you must be. Yeah, it cost you twenty bucks. You yeah. could have done that at home for free. <laughs> Very true. Very true. You must be wearing sweatpants to the to the strip yeah. club. Yeah, you gotta wear strap, uh, sweatpants where you get uh, a little extra. Little, the the friction's a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> not as rough as the jeans. Yeah. <laughs> God. And now no one is listening. <laughs> No, I was just thinking, do I have a clean pair of sweats? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I haven't been to a strip club in a Years. long time. It's been probably- I've only ever been to a strip club twice. Really? Three times. Three oh, times. Three times ever. Let's see. I moved back to Michigan in 2015, so it was probably 2015 or 2016 was the last time I've mm-hmm. gone. So it was definitely before I started working in the hospital. Right. I don't want to yeah. say, I think it was 20, it was probably 20, it was probably 2015. I think it was the first year I came back. Yeah. I, yeah. I have zero, zero, less than zero interest in ever going to a strip club. The, so the last time we went to a strip club, we sat off to the side. It was like five o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And we sat in there and just drank and laughed at the strippers on the st- stage. Mm-hmm. It was like, it wasn't even like a sexual experience there. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. literally, we were making fun of, because it was, we went to some dive uh, strip club and yeah. we just sat there and make fun of the people that were on stage. Yeah. So. Because they're the, the day performers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They were, they definitely needed to be there during the day. Yeah. <laughs> or not at all. Or not at all. <laughs> or not at all. There weren't like bullet wounds or anything like that, right. but it was, it was almost like, it was almost that bad. Yeah. Yeah, healing track marks in the arms and stuff. <laughs> well, it was Ipsy, so yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a topic today. Yeah. I was just gonna say you couldn't see like the herpes sticking out or anything, <laughs> could you? Mm, this place smells like syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not our topic, by the way. That is not our topic. <laughs> uh, so lately, I've been—I shouldn't say lately. The last several years, I've been uh, getting into alternate reality—not alternate realities, but. Alternate histories, yeah. uh, and I think it really kind of started with uh, Man in the Iron, Man in the High Castle. Yeah. Great TV show. Uh, well, I shouldn't say great. The first two seasons were really good. After that, it really kind of got really kind of strange. Uh, I haven't watched it, so. but the first season is awesome. Yeah, the second season is good. 
like I said, the third season, I, I don't even think I made it all the way through the third season. Mm. I think I stopped halfway through. Cause I Is just, that, and there was just the three seasons, wasn't there? Uh, I want to say it's four, four oh. or five seasons. Hmm. Well, it might have gotten better. Every se- every series has an off season. Oh, no, that was bad, though. It was, it was. Usually the first season's the weaker one, but. Oh, no. I've, or the, the very last season. Yeah, the, the first season was definitely the strongest of it. But anyway, uh, so ever since then, I, I really kind of got into these uh, alternate histories. Because I think it's interesting. I think looking at alternate histories can maybe help us understand current history, you know, the, the actual current, history right. a little bit better. To some degree, you know, from a philosophical perspective, sure. Yeah, so, and this all kind of, the we, we started this series if you want to call it because we started this two weeks ago and we'll kind of do these like every other week or so for the next couple months but is is i got this idea from chuck todd's podcast over the holidays uh because it was the holidays he just recorded these alternate history shows and then kind of put them out on his podcast uh-huh. and we did one two weeks ago which one was it we did oh we, god i don't even remember um damn i got a really good memory but it's really short we talked about oh we we talked about if Al Gore had won the 2000 yes, election. Yes. Yes. So today we're going to kind of stick with a presidential kind of theme. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about what would have happened had JFK never been assassinated. Cuz I think there's a lot of different a lot of different avenues. Oh, a lot of things could've... would have been different. And and I think that's one of those situations where there's probably a you know a dozen or more different avenues you can go down with this. I will say that I think the country would be in a worse, possibly a worse position. You think so? Had JFK survived. I'm curious because I I can see a possible, I can see one of those outcomes being negative, but I also see slightly more positive too. And the reason why I say negative is because had JFK never been shot, there would have been no civil rights there would have been no voting uh civil rights act of 64 it would not have been passed you don't think so absolutely guarantee 100 because it would have been it would have been passed before he got out of office i don't think it would have been passed at all no i i think it would have been passed no, because he was, the, he was pushing for it yeah but he was but it was going nowhere and actually there was talk prior to prior to his assassination there was talk of punting it until after his reelection, the whole yeah. pu- you know push for it because well, it had stalled. It was going absolutely nowhere. Right. So Kennedy's assassinated, and then well, that's what I mean. He would have been reelected in sixty five in sixty four. I'm sure of it. Possibly, yeah. yeah. I, I I wouldn't say for certain. I wouldn't say for sure. I, I would say he was he was popular enough. He would have been reelected in sixty four. I, I think the, the he pro- he pro- 68 would have been the same. He probably th- would have been reelected. I don't I wouldn't say it was a 100% guarantee um that he was reelected. But the whole thing was like at the the election after he was assassinated, the Democrats had huge gains right. in both the House and the Senate as a result of his as a, as a result of his assassination. Lyndon Johnson was much more of a behind the scenes policy person Mm -hmm. than jfk was jfk was terrible at pushing legislation obviously because the civil rights act had gone absolutely nowhere prior to his assassination and lyndon Lyndon johnson used his assassination as a way to push the you know do this for jfk where this is going to be jfk's lasting legacy is this civil rights legislation that's how he pushed it through the house and senate without jfk dying 
I don't think it ever gets pushed. I don't think it ever gets passed. <sighs> At least in the sixties, it does not get passed. Right. It, it might. See, it, I, it might have had to wait till the seventies, possibly the eighties. I didn't think about that in terms of it not happening in '64 because I think I just I believe that it would have happened within the eight years. So pre '68, which is still bad, it, and it, it, the fact that it took to '64 is bad. Yeah. But I, I see. I saw it happening because you have to remember that if. Most likely, if John doesn't get shot, Bobby doesn't get shot. Possibly. So you've got Bobby in still is in the in the uh, um, Senate. Well, he was a senator. But when under Kennedy, though, he was uh, he, the, he, he the, was it was the uh, attorney general. Yeah, attorney general. Yeah. So, but I don't he, think he would have given that up to be senator until after the fact. Possibly. I think he would have stayed. He would have stayed in the cabinet for sure. And I think things could have been done for. I, for civil rights through the Justice Department that weren't done. You know, some of some of the legal things that we still see happening today. So but it, but but it would have been criminal something criminal justice things could have been done. Yes, but there would not have been this huge Voting Rights Act right. that got pushed, that, yeah. that got passed. Like I said, I didn't think about yeah. it, but you're right. I don't think it would have happened in 64, but I, I think it I I'm sure Candy would have tried to have gotten it done before '68. I don't. It, it, I don't think he would have got it passed though, because yeah. without Kennedy's assassination, the Democrats probably don't have those huge gains. Right. And with the House and Senate being a lot more split, they would have needed a lot more Republican support than they did. I mean, there was mm-hmm. some su- Republican support when it was passed in '64. I, I, I think I would. A lot of that I think is because of. Johnson really pushing it as you know the fallen president. This his legacy. This. Well, that and he gave Vietnam to everybody, so he yeah. could use that as leverage. Yeah, because that's the that's the other side of it is there would have been no Vietnam. I don't think we understand it. No, it I think been very I different. Think it would have been very different. It would have been like we talked about with with Gore in in Afghanistan. Right. I think it would have been a much more targeted response. And, it would ended, not have turned out right. to the way it did. No. It wouldn't have been a war. It would have been well. It wasn't a war anyway, but well, it was a war in, in every sense other than declaration. Yes, but it wouldn't even have been that under Kennedy because he was trying to get troops out of, out of Vietnam when he was killed. Yeah, um, I also think that we wouldn't have a CIA today because he was trying to disband that when he got killed. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, we would like, there would probably be an intelligence agency. There'd have to be, I, I but think, it wouldn't be the way it is. The CIA would not be what it is today. Yeah, I for think. Sure. I think. I, 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 as he probably would have tried to push to disband it. I don't think he would have actually. No, not completely. Though. I think he could have. I think he could have done enough damage to it, to the extent that it would have basically neutered the CIA, which would have been a good thing for if you look at how it translates into the war on drugs. Yeah, because the CIA is. I mean, there's no, there's no admit admitting to it, but. We all know that the CIA basically created the drug problems in this country. To the a certain hero- extent. The, the heroin problems, the the crack problems. Yep. Those are all CIA initiatives, which led to the war on drugs, which led to mass incarcerations, yeah. specifically of minorities, specifically African-Americans. And I think that might have not happened as much as a result of Kennedy neutering the CIA. Yeah. Going back to the Vietnam thing, you know, now they had a couple minutes to actually really kind of think about it. I, you know, I don't know. I think there would have been a longer drawn, or there could have been a longer drawn out conflict in Vietnam 
uh, just because of the anti-communist atmosphere mm-hmm. in Washington at the time, especially with Kennedy. Kennedy was a staunch, obviously a staunch anti-communist. Yet he was accused of being a communist on numerous occasions. Oh, of course, of course. But I think what might have been like the saving grace was, I think he would have seen at some point, hopefully in his eight years, he would have seen that there was no good end to the conflict right. and withdrawn. Well, and, like and I said, it, I, not, it wouldn't have been as prolonged, right. but I think there would have been a long, at least over the I don't think over we would have still had terms. troops in Vietnam in 68. I think there would have been troops in 68. I think there would have been winding down. Yeah. Well, or in the process of withdrawing, but how many people would have survived if if we'd had how many more how many American uh soldiers would not have died had we been winding it down 68 rather than winding it down 72? I mean, had Nixon not sabotaged Johnson, right. There would have been 30,000 people that wouldn't that would have lived. Right. You know, we, I I, I want to say the number was like after 68 it was like 30,000 Americans I mean. that died. As I mean, that's those are the numbers I was kind of thinking, you know, because there was a there was a, a an end that was discussed and agreed upon between Vietnam, North Vietnam, you know, the right. North and the South, and the U.S. And Nixon went behind the scenes and blew the fucking deal up because yeah. he wanted to use it as a political weapon, right? But that's my point. That's that's and that's Johnson, who we know is a. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying though. Is I think we probably would have got to. I think if I if I had to bet money on it, we would have probably still been at some it's it's at some level involved in 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 Vietnam in '68. I I see it being over by '68. I see our involvement in it being done by '68, if Kennedy survives, because I don't think because it ramped up. As a result of Johnson becoming president, oh, absolutely. he ramped it up. He did. So if he you don't did, get but, that but ramp I don't, up, but I don't know, it probably wouldn't have been ramped up to the level it was. But I, I don't think it would have been ramped up at all. I think yeah, it would have maintained where it was, like you said, been far more strategic. And as a result, you don't have the massive draft. You don't have this is where it might get, you know, negative in my opinion, but you don't get the the. Uh, anti-war movement because there's no an- there's no war to be anti against, yeah. which kind of which takes which, away some of the 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 art and culture that we did get out of that. You know, when the hippies for that brief moment where the hippies were actually important and doing stuff. Well, yeah, because then then their anti-government sentiment really kind of bled into the rest of American society, and I think is a direct uh, where we are now mm-hmm. is a direct result. Of that anti-war movement in the late '60s, because the anti-war movement turned into an anti-government movement, which turned into yeah, I, I, which, I see, I which, see has, that. which led to um, you know state militias and and yeah, but it's it's see that you, you think about it like in those terms, most of those militias are ex-military, yeah. So well, a lot of them. Well, I will say, or at I, least I, military-minded. So and, and it's post Vietnam military. True, but it's it's still military people, and it's military people who were treated pretty shitty when they came back from Vietnam. But that's what I'm saying. There's a started lot started with those. a lot of the people that were in those militias, man, the, the like in the mid to late 90s. 
How many of those were really? I mean, maybe some they of were, them were, they, but it, a, a lot of like Timothy McVeigh and those guys, they weren't family. In, they had family yes, in Vietnam, yeah. but it's still it's that mentality. Oh, look how my uncle or my dad were tre- was treated when they came back. The government's not looking out for them. Government's going to take over everything. Yeah. That mentality, I don't think that comes from the hippies. What does come from the hippies is a lot of the the greed and selfishness that we saw in the eighties. Yeah, that's where the hippies came in. You know, because they figured. You can't change the system. You might as well work within it. You might as well use it to your advantage. And that's where, that's where you get the the greed of the 80s and the, I don't know what you call it, in the 90s. It wasn't really greed. It was, I mean, the, the 80s greed still was still was, there. But... but there was that new thing. It was like that basically everything that's made fun of in PCU. Yeah. You know, the other side of it that's just as bad and insidious, but kind of on the surface may look good. You yeah. Know? But... I, I, I guess my other question is, like, I, I think the way the U.S. handled the Soviet Union would, would have been, been a lot different under I, JFK. I agree. I think there would have been a much more of a working relationship with, uh, with, with the Soviet Union. You know, we, I, I think we still would have worked towards the ending of communism. Mm. But uh, after, after the Bay of Pigs incident... And the missile crisis. And the Cuban Missile Crisis. I, I think that uh, Cuban Missile Crisis, for for sure. After that, Kennedy really, JFK really kind of changed his, the way he approached Russia mm-hmm. or Soviet Union. And uh, like I said, I think he would have had, he tried to work with Soviet Union a little bit more than they had previously to that. And, um... You know, I think he would have been able to craft at least over two terms if he had two terms, which o- I over over mean. eight years. Yeah, I mean, if, if he had two years, I mean, if he had two terms, it probably would have turned into three with Bobby at least. Um, I, over the eight or twelve year span, whatever it was, I think there would have been a a, a vastly different uh, relationship with with Russia than what we had. Do you think that that could have led to a? Um a blended Soviet Union in the sense, kind of the way that China is a blended society. Now it's a communist government, but with, it's run as a capitalist society. Yeah. I mean, possibly do you think, but if that had happened, then Russia would never have fallen. Correct. Which may or may not have been a good thing. If, if the, at least their economy is, is functioning as a capitalist economy. Yeah. Because that's what keeps China in check with everything. But, how would that have? Do you think that would have changed the dynamics of the United States going forward post two thousand? You know, say the Soviet Union doesn't fall in nineteen ninety ninety one. Say it continues on and it becomes a global economic power the way that China has become. Yeah. <clears throat> Where does that put us? You know, I think if uh, if we have a long standing, you know, fifty plus year working relationship with with the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it, I I would ass, I would assume that by now they would be one of our biggest allies. Right. Instead of someone that we've been kind of in another cold war with for the last decade or so. Right. Well, since Putin's been there. Yeah. For sure. But that doesn't preclude the possibility that Putin could have taken power, found ways into power because he was he was That's pos- yeah, possible. I mean, he was already in the higher echelons of the intelligence agencies. Yeah. And now but what I guess what I'm thinking is is that China stays on the trajectory that they're on. You gotta say it right, man. It's China, China. So 
I, uh, <laughs> so China is on a trajectory as similar to what it already is. So although you don't have Nixon going, but the to China, other thing so is here, here's the other kind of way to look at it, though. Sorry to interrupt you real quick, but if the Soviet Union stays intact and they are a a strong ally of the United States. Does China end up being what China is now? That's what I was going to say. I think it does because you think so because they, they did it quietly anyway. There was no there was yeah, no, but they but they did we it. didn't do anything to force them in that direction. They decided to go in that direction. Yes, but they went in that direction with Russia's help. You know, Russia has been an ally of China for you know even after the Soviet Union fell. Yeah. Russia really didn't have anything a pot to piss in after the, the fall. Of the no, Soviet no, Union. no. But they have, you know, they they still back China for the last twenty years. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, arguably because they're both communist societies, I would say that China would have maybe even gotten more boost out of them. Maybe they, you know, if they're an economic power, then they're an economic ally. They're potentially an economic ally. But I think if 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 the Soviet Union survives and is, of course, I'm going off the whole. Ba- I mean, shit. The Soviet Union could have survived and then in the 80s attacked the United States and we would have had a nuclear war right. and this and we wouldn't even be here right now. Right. But I, World I, War III could have happened at any time in this period that we're talking about. But too. I think I, I really think that had we had a, you know, 12, 16, you know, 20 plus year strong working relationship with Russia, with, with the Soviet Union. You know, I think they would have been a little bit more. We would have been able to have a little bit more influence on what they do internationally. Yeah, maybe. Than, than obviously what we do now. Well, that's because they have nothing to lose now. I mean, even now, as even Russia is not a, they're a weak economy, but they're not a they're not a devastated economy. No, but they have a leader who doesn't give a shit. Yeah, and they they have nothing to lose. Um, that's there's no. No rational leader would line their, their entire military up along a border of a country with the intention of invading it for months. And every time someone says you shouldn't do that, they say, oh, well, yeah. no one does that, except Putin. <laughs> but as, a, as the Soviet Union, where they do, if, you know, if, you're, if the threat of war is, well, we could go to war, but it's going to end in both of our destruction because yeah. we're gonna, it's, the only way this war is going to end is if... You know, mutually de- mutually assured destruction. The war is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Russia has nothing to lose. If Russia yeah. really wanted to, they could launch missiles, and they don't care. At least to the extent that, well, I guess they wouldn't have a country to be in charge of anymore. Yeah, I guess. You know, but Putin is the type. If if it really came down to it, I could see him launching a, a, a nuke just to piss us off. Yeah, I I don't see that happening. No, but. Maybe not to that extreme, but he doesn't. He doesn't care. That is, he does. That is not off the table for him. Yeah. Is my point. Uh, in his in his playbook, that is not off the table. Whereas most every rational human being, that's not a, not even in their playbook. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's hard to say, but I, I think I think China pretty much takes the same trajectory under those circumstances, which could be a good thing because then you've got three. Three general, technically four, because I'm not sure where the European Union falls into that. Mm -hmm. But they were working towards the European Union even back then. So maybe you've got four four very strong economies that kind of cover the vast majority of the Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. That, I mean, that could lead to a lot of benefits. Possibly. You know, we could be on the dawn of, you know, 
a minimal universal peace on, on planet Earth at that point. Yeah. Who knows? The other question is, you know, Johnson, so Johnson um, nominated two Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. Would Could we have been, and one of them, by the way, was Sergeant Marshall. I, would we have been better off with with Kennedy's uh, Supreme Court not, or his picks well, for Supreme Court? There's no reason to suggest that he wouldn't have picked at least Thurgood Marshall. That's a good question. I mean, it's it's it's. I don't know. We, we, See, I, I think we give a lot of able to. I think we give a lot of credit to to Johnson because of the civil rights stuff. But I I think a lot of that was Kennedy stuff. Yeah. I think that's just the stuff that he knew he could continue working on and still look good. Yeah. I don't. I don't like to give too much credit to Johnson. I know he. I, it's under him. I, I don't think. Happened, I don't think I'm giving much credit to Johnson at all. But, right. Well, no, because uh, I think he still could have done more, personally. But. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, I think really the only thing that Johnson did was while he was in office was, you know, pass the the voting the Voting Rights Act in '64, right. and like I said before, that was because of JFK's death. Well, that, that he, he did. He did push through some anti-poverty legislation yeah, that didn't really go anywhere. society and yeah. all that stuff, but... You know, for what that's worth. You know, you gotta be... You gotta look at both sides, I guess, but... Yeah. I, you know, I, I've made it very clear on this podcast because we've talked at length about some of our favorite presidents. Ken, Johnson is not anywhere near the top of that. I didn't realize that uh, Nixon actually put four Supreme Court justices on the bench. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know that. Though, of course, they were all... Republicans. Yeah. yeah. All well, back then, at least Republicans were somewhat rational. If you put someone on the bench, even if they were Republican, they were still going to adhere to the, the Constitution as their yeah. as their job requires them to. That's not the case anymore. Yeah. You know. Huh. I think if Kennedy hadn't been shot, I don't think we get uh I don't think we get Ronald Reagan as president. Uh, actually I don't know. I think Reagan probably runs for president. I don't know. That's a, that's an interesting thing to think about. Because I think Reagan actually runs probably in seventy six. Mm, I don't I don't see him running in seventy. Oh maybe it, because, running. I don't see him winning. Here's the thing, because here's the thing. I think if you've got if you have Say sixteen years of Kennedy's in office. I don't think we'd get sixteen, maybe twelve, but I don't. Seventy six would be a prime year for a West Coast Republican to slide in and win a presidency. That's true, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that it could have been Reagan. Because I don't know if Reagan would have won in seventy six. I think he would have. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, the The world it, was different. It, even it, from it all depends to 80. on. It all depends on who would have been who he went running against. True, but I, see, that's the thing. He was he won in eighty for two reasons. One, yes, the the country was moving in that direction, but he also had Carter's a good person. He's a great man. He was not a good president, and he didn't. He wasn't good at, at campaigning. Well, and he had a lot going against him because of the cheating. Reagan wouldn't have had that cheating ability, at least to that extent, in 1976. One of the big things that hurt Jimmy Carter was the holding of the yeah. hostages, which is something that the, Again. That the Reagan uh, administration, prior to the election, went behind Carter's back and made a, a separate deal with Iran right. to hold on to the hostages until Reagan had taken office. Right. That's why they were released hours after his inauguration. Right. He didn't have that, but he didn't have that leverage in no. 76. No. And if, depending on who he's running against in 76, he's not running against Carter in 76. That's what I was just kind of look at. I was trying to look and see who was, who was the presidential primary, 76 presidential primaries. Let's see. 
Um, all right, so 1976. In 1976, does Reagan beat Jimmy Carter, do you think, if Jimmy Carter runs? I think he could beat Jimmy Carter, yes. Okay. Because but I don't think he could have beaten a, a slightly more charismatic Democrat. Because here's the other thing. This Now, this would have been interesting. This would have been really interesting. A 1976 presidential campaign, Ronald Reagan against Jerry Brown. Two California right. uh, politicians running against each other. I don't know a lot about Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown was a uh, Jerry Brown probably wouldn't have won because he's always been a lot more, at least as far as I know, been a lot more a progressive Democrat, right? Than, uh, but we could be with with say eight to sixteen years of Kennedys. We could be in a much more progressive country too. Possibly, possibly. Especially under Bobby, I think if Bobby did get a chance, I don't think I don't think this country would have put up with eight, with sixteen years of one family. You don't think so? Not not back to back. I think I think they. Would've. I think you have Bobby running in seventy six. Because I likely could, I could see. I mean, in in, in twenty sixteen, if if Michelle Obama was running for president, do you think she would have won? Yes. Yeah. Do you I think she would have won re-election in 2020? Yeah. Because I could say yes for both of those. Yeah. Well, I could see well, 16. See, but I, I could I'll see 16 say, years of Obama's. Yeah. I but could, I see. But I, see, I I don't know. I don't. Well, all we know about Bobby is what we have historically. Yeah. We know. I'd say we know a lot more about Michelle, and even between the two well, Obamas, that she's in our lifetime. So, right. but she's also more. She she's even more likable than her husband but, overall. But Bobby was also. True, especially to, especially in like our my, perception of him, you know, maybe, given you know historically, it, yeah, everything. But here's, Rodham, here's but. the thing: I see Kennedy running out his eight years because, and Bobby's going to stay in his cabinet. He's not going to leave his cabinet. But I see Bobby running for Senate in '68 or some, you know, uh, uh, congressional or Senate, whatever. I see him doing that, and then I see him running in '74, '70, or '72 or '76. I don't know. I, I could see him still running in, in '68, even as. Yeah. Not having been in office, yeah. actual office, I think that would work against him. Personally. I don't know. I, I don't think, know. I, I think it would work. I mean, had, hell, it practically had, works against people. At least it used to. Now. Had JFK had a wildly successful two terms, which he possibly yeah. could have. Yeah, you know, I think. That, it, that being said, I'm not saying that a Democrat doesn't win in in '68. I'm just saying I don't think if Bobby even runs. I think Bobby waits 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 it out until, like I said, at the earliest '72, but more likely '76. So Especially you, if a Democrat wins in, in 68. So you think in 68 it's Nixon that wins? I think Nixon goes up it, against a different Democrat. I do. I Which, I mean, granted, it could mean Nixon victory for sure. And I and if that's the case, because we don't have Nixon's involvement in the assassination, I know that's a conspiracy theory, <laughs> but it's true. Um, because we don't have that, we don't have his... Uh, this legacy of criminal behavior, we probably don't get Watergate. So we have eight years of, of Nixon. Then we get then we get Bobby in seventy six. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I but let's go back to the whole seventy six running the, the the Reagan thing. Jerry in Brown, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know enough about him. The other candidates were George Wallace, which no, no. Ray, Ray, Reagan destroys him. Yep, absolutely. Frank Frank Church, I don't know who Frank Church is. Henry Jackson, I don't know who he is, and Mo Udall, which Again, he would have. I, I, out of those six candidates, Jerry Brown's the only one I was familiar with. Well, Jimmy Carter. Well, Jimmy Carter, right? I, I, I think 
Reagan would have had a harder time to beat Carter, which he I think he would have anyway. He wouldn't have beat Carter as decisively as he did. No, in, in it wouldn't have been a, would have been a landslide, but he would have. I still see him beating Carter. Here's the thing: I like I said, I don't see Bobby running in '68. I see him waiting until 74, 72 or 76. And if he runs in 76, I see a Kennedy Carter ticket. Kennedy as president, Carter as vice president. Possibly. That's what I would see. That would be the more likely scenario. Yeah. But just imagine what kind of world we could have with those two in office. I mean, Carter's pretty progressive. Bobby was pretty progressive. Could you imagine that? I mean, the world we, the 80s would have been completely different. Bob Dole was vice president. No, not that I'm aware of. So in seven, oh, under under Ford. under Ford, yeah, yeah. Why did I not? Why do I not remember that? Because yeah. it's not really talked about. Because it was, yeah, I guess yeah. not. That's because Ford wasn't really elected president. I mean, he who was, was so when Ford took over? Did he not have a vice president? Because no. Dole, it was Dole. Was his vice presidential nominee in 76, but he lost in 76. Right. Because Gerald Ford is the only president we've had that wasn't elected. Right. I mean, he technically was by law. He was elected as the vice president to do exactly what he did. Yeah, but who was his vice president? I don't know. Look it up. I don't have my phone open, so you're, you've got your computer out. Who was Gerald Ford? He had to have a vice president. I mean, unless he just made if it was the Speaker of the House, who's next in line. Oh, duh, Nelson Rockefeller. Uh, that's yeah. that's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, because when I saw that, I was like Bob Dole. I don't remember Bob Dole being Vice President. That's why, because he wasn't. Right. <laughs> I mean, when you said Vice President, I was like I never knew who Gerald Ford's Vice President was really until you yeah. mentioned it again, but. That's the one when thing you said, I said. Dole, I was like, sure, I guess, maybe. <laughs> That's the one thing I can that I can say is, if Trump runs again in twenty twenty four, I guarantee he has a different running. Oh, list. absolutely. If he if if Trump's running, DeSantis is his vice president. I think that's who is vice president. Yeah, there's no be. there's no question. The only way DeSantis is running for president is if he is if Trump doesn't, yeah. and if Trump does, it's DeSantis is going to run as his vice president. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know. You Either that think? or Marjorie Taylor Greene. No, sure. <laughs> I, I don't think. I don't think that's going to happen. I, uh, could see, uh, I could see him picking her just to just to say, "Look how progressive I am. Yeah, I have a woman. Yeah, exactly. See, I have a woman too. You know, the crazy one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> crazy is that's an it's an improvement when you call crazy. Yeah, I know. It's uh, she makes Sarah Palin look normal. She does. She makes. Sarah, she really does. She makes Sarah Palin look like Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. and that Bobert <laughs> chick too. She's just as bad. Yeah. The sad thing is, is I kind of think she's attractive, but she's so fucking batshit crazy. It, I don't, it makes I, her hideous. I don't know if I've ever seen a picture of her. So. Oh. I can't uh, remember. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll look up after we're done yeah. recording. But uh, I don't know. What else do you think would have happened with with uh, with JFK? I mean, I, I can see. I, like I said, I think he would have had a successful eight year I agree. in office. Like I said, I I truly believe this would be my scenario. Kennedy alive. The war's over by 68. The, the, the Vietnam conflict is over by 68. Done. We might have some troops still in South, South Vietnam, uh, this way we have in South Korea. But for all intents and purposes, it's, it's done. Possibly the whole Soviet Union thing, but I, at least in domestically, I see 68, the war's done. I'm sure by before 68, the Voting Rights Act gets passed. I'm sure of it. 
Like, well, yeah. I, I'm as sure of it as I can predict. I, guess. Yeah, I, I highly doubt it yeah. would. I, would I think he gets it through. On the grounds that he has his his popularity is up because of his getting the 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 Korean the Vietnam conflict over because he avoids all that that bullshit with the hippies, so yeah you know he's good. I, I think his his poll numbers would be high enough that he could use that that popularity as leverage to get this stuff done. That being said, and I see Bobby staying in his cabinet till the end of the of the terms. I see Bobby running for for office, but not presidency office. In 68, I see him winning, and then I see him running for president in most likely 76. That being said, if Nixon wins in 68, which is probably very likely, I don't, think, I don't, I don't think it is because if Bobby's Nixon, not running. Nixon won that election on the back of the Vietnam War. Yes, and he, but he also won it because Kennedy because Bobby died. Well, that Nixon would not have beat Bobby. He also what also helped him win that election was the the vote got split. Because Humphrey ran against it was Humphrey Nixon and George Wallace, right? But so you don't get that with Bobby running. If Bobby ran in '68 against Nixon, Bobby would have won. If he oh, absolutely, if he hadn't yeah. died. Yeah, there's no question. Nixon doesn't become president, but I'm saying Bobby doesn't run in '68. He waits. If Nixon wins in '68, Bobby runs in '72. If Nixon doesn't win in '68 and say another Democrat wins, then Bobby runs in '76 and wins. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think the political climate would have been better for Bobby to run in '68 than, than like I said. Wait. I I could I see a 16 years of Obama? Yes, I probably could. I do not see the country allowing 16 years of Kennedy in the, that back then. Things people were a little bit more conscientious of. Yeah, but some the, of the dynamics that are involved there, you know, legacies and dy- dynasties and things like that, and and the Kennedy, but you have already remember, had like, the the Camelot thing hovering over their heads, which was not, for the most part, some people said it as a as a compliment. Most of them said it as a, a as curse. A, it's a curse. So, but that's what I'm saying though is like the 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 United States has never had, uh, at least in modern times, hasn't had a royal family. The Kennedy family was seen as the American royal they were, family. They were yeah. treated like the American royal family. Right. And that's why I said there was this love affair. And that's why I said as long as – now, Grant, if you look at it this way, if JFK in his second term had a bunch of conflicts and there was issues and you know if there was a recession or something like that, I would 100% agree with you that you know in 68 – Bobby would look to have been like, I can't fucking win this climate. I'm right. going to go to the Senate and work and, and, and worry about that later. Mm-hmm. But I think had JFK had two successful terms, I think Bobby probably would have looked at that and said, look, now is the best time for me to run. Mm-hmm. Even, even, even though I haven't been a, a senator or anything else, you know, just as attorney general, I think the Kennedy name had the cachet and the support, the broad support from the country that he probably would have won. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think t- strategically, it makes more sense for him to wait it out. Yeah, and 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 play around in the Senate or the or the House for a little while. But that he was o- but he was sense. only in the Senate for a couple of years. Right, but still, that's all he would need there too. Yeah. And like I said, if if he didn't even complete one term. But if by by some chance a Democrat wins in sixty, that's not Bobby. That gives him. Eight years to play around, well, four years for sure to play around in the Senate, and if that, if it's, uh, he definitely doesn't run in seventy two, seventy four. 
72. I keep going back and forth on 72 yeah. and 74. He doesn't <laughs> run in 72 if the Democrat wins and and hopes for the best. Most likely Nixon wins. Regardless, he loses in 68. He's going to win 60 in 72. Yeah. So you get four years of Nixon, but then you have Bobby running against Nixon in six in 76. And Bobby beats Nixon every time. That strategically, it makes more sense because you're stretching out because then you get 20 years of Democratic control rather than 16 years of Democratic control. Yeah. With just a four year gap in there with with Nixon. I will say that in the 68 primaries, Bobby was doing really well in all the polling up until his assassination. Yeah. And there's no way Nixon would have beat him because people are still. No, even, you know, even in the reality we know. Even with the civil, even with the uh, the Vietnam War raging on at that point, right? I, you know, you're right. I think yeah. I think and Bobby still would have won. I think, say John dies, John gets assassinated. Bobby doesn't. Bobby wins. Yeah, you know, because he's going to run off his his brother's legacy. Which I th- I think Bobby would have probably been the better president anyway. Yeah, grand you scheme. Know, so the last two polls prior to Bobby's death, Hubert Humphreys was actually. Leading him really in you know, in polling, yeah. I don't know. I still see Bobby like the last there. poll. Both of them were in. Uh, Hubert Humphrey had forty percent support, and Bobby only had thirty one percent of Democrats. So right, yes, yeah. See, I think in a general election, I think Bobby Bobby definitely beats Nixon. Yeah, nobody likes nobody liked Nixon. His nobody liked Nixon. Nixon was the Ted Cruz of his time. <laughs> he really was. You know, he really was. Um, so I don't know. It, it, it's really kind of interesting to look to look back on that time period and, and kind of because you're right. I mean, just about there's a million different right. possibilities of what could have happened. Right. And some of them could have been really great for the country in the long run. Some of them might have been really. I bad I, I see there's scenarios that lead to to World War Three. Absolutely. Before the the end of the century. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anything else to add, Ian? That's uh, that's kind of um, all I had. No, I mean. Your whole mouth's still going, but that's about it. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Any questions or comments, you can email us at Ian, what's their email address? Uh, at Life in General there, Pod. There's not, not, there, not there's an not ad. I know. It, Life in General Pod at gmail.com. Yes. We are on there Facebook. There is an and, at because we're saying it's our address is at. Well, but you always say at Life in General, and that's not what it is. It's, well, well, that's because I didn't put a hash brown in there, right? Hashtag. That was a joke from Cobra Kai. Put one of those hash browns yeah. on it. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, hey, it's a funny, awesome show. Goddamn yeah. awesome show. That's what I started to say. Uh, well, that's all I got. Until next time. Talk to you Peace. Play my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you two cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub. Hoping you get you some. This hit like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's from down the side. Know they sick as fuck. Know they sick as fuck. Tell get well soon. Tell get well soon. Know you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit. Watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit. Right now, and I'm smiling in your face, bitch. With a ghost smile, you should probably make placement to your eye, nigga. Sick as
party. On top of some bitches who showing their bodies. Swear to God, nigga, this Molly got me up and rolling. These bodies of water. Bring that shit in bottles. We must at the party that hit.